What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, questions, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello, moviegoers. How we doing today? What up? What up? What up? All right. So the movie of the day, let me get started. Let me get into it. So the movie we're talking about today is available on Netflix. And it is the is the newest movie from Happy Madison Productions. Yes, and I love saying it that way because you automatically have like thought process when you hear that. But this movie is a little different than what you know you normally get from that production company. This movie is called Hustle, and it is an Adam Sandler movie. It is an Adam Sandler starred movie. Um, and basically, it's just to kind of give you the, the synopsis before we get into the spoilers of it. It is a um, out of luck uh, scout who goes uh, overseas to find uh, basketball players. The next big talent. The next big talent, yes. And um, because of some past issues, he has to basically approach in a different way where he brings, he try, basically has to make the talent. See everybody that's handling himself um, because the people he was scouting for didn't trust him. Yeah. So the crazy thing was, and I'm, 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 I'm going to say that I'm going to give this a little uh, disclaimer. First off, I'm not saying I'm not trying to compare these two. I just like to find similarities in movies because I already know what you're talking about. Okay. So let me finish. So like, because no, this is completely different than this one. However, the premise is very similar. It's crazy similar. So the one I'm talking about is actually called The Scout. With Brandon Frazier. With Brandon Frazier, yeah. Now, that was more of a odd couple comedy. This is more of a hard hard reality no, um, but, uh, inspirational sports movie. But, all right, so the, all right, so the, the best way I could say it when I saw yeah. this movie and I told people, I'm like, The Scout had his moments, serious moments, because he had to go through the therapy and... Underli- uh, his underlining issues with daddy issues and everything else and acceptance and moving forward and forgiveness and blah, 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 blah. And I tell people, I'm like, if you've seen the movie, the scout, imagine this, this is that type kind of movie, but done way better. Yeah. Way this, this after, after I, I want to say after uncut jams, uncut jams, uncut jams <laughs> and this hustle, I'm really appreciating Adam Sandler as for serious roles. I even even I know he did I know he did good in, in a punch uh, punch drunk love, but now like older Adam Sandler now like I or l- click remember click too, click made me cry. I'm sorry. Click was I I took a little more comedic I nuance. I thought there was to more it. comedic yeah. nuance to it, but at the end I understand where where it came full circle. But going back to this movie, I loved, I loved his acting. I I loved everybody that's role. One thing that I really appreciated, and and I'm like, damn, I loved it, was the relationship between him and Queen Latifah. I was thinking the same thing. I I love because a lot of people when they when when they use an interracial couple in a movie, they use that as an anchor for for topics for, and this one didn't. No, it and it, it, it she was supportive. She questioned like or any other wife would, and she supported him. And she's like, "I love like 
regardless of what he wanted, she's like, I fuck, let's do this. Like she had his back regardless of what it was. And I just loved it. And I'm like, I really want to see another movie with them as a couple again. No, I thought they were great. I thought they were very uh, complimentary to each other. I thought they were like, I just like it. I, I mean, it was just an interesting, I mean, mostly just because I love Queen Latifah. So to see her in the movie and then to see her with Adam Sandler, it was just like, what? Like, this is such yeah. a great combination. How did we not think about this before? Because she did good with Stephen Martin and bringing that bringing down the house. Again, yes, and you're right. But then again, it goes back to what you were saying. As far as like, I feel like it goes back to topics. Like they were funny. They were a funny couple. They 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 kind of complement each other. But like to a certain degree, it was just more comedic, complimentary than it, it was a, in this one. It just felt like a some, natural couple. A natural couple that you feel like support and love and. Like, you know, these different things. So either way, it was just good to see Queen Latifah in a movie like this and to work with Adam Sandler and to see them have a great chemistry together. Yes. So that was good in the first place. And then obviously, you know, okay, so the thing that impressed me the most about this movie was crazy is um, I'm guessing I want to say the director or the cinematographer um, because the way that they shot certain scenes, I felt like they really kind of. Like okay, they're, they're, okay. So let's get into let me get into the movie itself. Yes. So, um, every time he played like the the kid played basketball, right? Like Bo. especially like Bo, right? Um, it was very different. If you looked at the way the lighting was, the setup, the surroundings, and everything like that, um, it felt different. And every one of them was more of a um, levels to the character, right? Yeah. And, and and I felt like it was designed and done that way to show you how um, it should probably felt in that moment. So the one in the basketball court in the first time he saw him, um, it was crazy. It was it was dangerous, but it showed you where it's like he's doing something love in a situation that he's not happy with, but he's still doing it, right? Yeah. And then you see him later when you see him later on when he's uh he's going to that special basketball game um, where he loses his cool. The combine, the, yeah, I believe that's what that the was one. the one that, that, that with Kermit and him and like and he lost his cool. Yes, right. His and his mother and and uh, his the daughter, daughter was there. Yeah. yeah, the combine. Yeah, that felt cold. Oh yeah, like very very cold, very uh, mechanical, and I felt like it was designed to be that way. Like the way they shot it, the lighting, and everything about that scene was just so weirdly just mechanical and cold. And then the last one where he redeemed himself. The whole scene felt warm, felt yeah. like inspirational, felt like, I mean, like I said, but it wasn't just with, like, by saying it, it was just, again, the lighting, the colors, the, 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 the scene, the basketball court itself, everything felt, every single basketball court he was in for those specific scenes and those parts of his it gave journey, you it gave you the feeling. A cube, keep, uh, completely different feel. Exactly. Which yes. oh, yeah. I loved. And then there was very nuanced ways where he showed how... Um, like little by little, there they were very nuanced things that he did in the, in the way they introduced. Like, for example, when they asked him about his tattoos, right? Yeah. Um, one sleeve completely done up, one sleeve with nothing on it. And at the very end, and, when, and he, then that's one story. When he say, oh, I never got, this, this, is, this whole arm is my, my father. Nothing, nothing on his arm, right? Yeah, because I have nothing. Exactly. And then you put another story where he's talking about his mom and call, his mom calls him um, the, the oak tree. Yeah. And then the mother goes back and tells him, he's your oak tree, right? Yeah. 
So like, you know, he's your father figure. Yeah. So at the end, when he literally has an oak tree tattooed, oh, I got emotional the, a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean, it was just a full circle of nuance where it's like, damn, like you could probably say it was way too direct, but I, I didn't think I thought I, it was very, I, very gradual, very gradual where the way they brought everything together to that yeah. one little scene was like, you watched it, and you're like, damn, that I saw, like now I see that, like that was yeah. perfect, and the best part I didn't see it coming because I, I yeah. you know, I usually try to see these little things they put together and then they you know for accumulation so, like uh, to get together but no yeah that, i didn't see that part coming and i so, loved it i love that and then what i loved with and 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 i know we were talking about the scout and um i guess the scout's ultimate goal was to get him be seen so he could get a big promotion or anything well that was a that was a big thing about the scout which was the reason i say that was more of an odd couple uh um, comedy comedy was because they well, he, for, well two things one they actually never dealt with the fact that he's that he has a uh, father issues. Like he does have father issues, but they didn't really deal with it. Yeah. All the only you know how they dealt with it, and that's the reason why this that one's completely different than this one. He literally calms him down and puts him and gets him to play by telling him, "I'm not your dad. I'm just a guy who takes twenty percent." Yeah. That's literally the the pep talk he gave him to go back and play like a like a champion. Yeah. I'm not your dad. I'm just a guy who collects temper. So basically, he really did not want to be anything to him, but a check, a check. Yeah, that's and, all he wanted. And then with this one, with with Adam Sandler's character, he he was like, at the end, he's like, "Fuck it," but I want you to be known. He's like, I, because he's he knows he's gonna get something out of it, but at the end of the day, he's like, he didn't care about it. He didn't care about. It. He even said he was like, "This is like if Scottie Pippen had babies with the wolf and raised by Allen <laughs> Iverson." Like, you get me? Like. And he put all this work into him, and and that's one thing. Like he worked with him, he worked aside with him, and even the and I like the fact that he was like he like learned Spanish to insult him, <laughs> so so try to cut him off. But I love that relationship, and I also like uh, what's his name? I think the guy that played Bo Cruz was a uh, 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 Juanco Jimenez Gomez, mm-hmm. which is an actual. A lot of people are mostly basketball players. True yeah. basketball players in this whole movie. I don't know if you knew that. Of course, yeah. No, no not like actors playing basketball. No, players. I mean, like, I know they that they were... Trey, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Trey. They had um, Kenny Smith, yeah. Dr. J. They you had know, a bunch I, of them. I watched the end of the and trailer. This, and they all you, showed the basketball, like... And the minute I knew that this was... And here's the funniest thing. At 10 seconds to the movie, I knew I was going to like it. Just for, And this is the only reason why. When I knew that Adam Sandler produced it, with LeBron James. He was an executive producer. So I'm like, and there's videos of, of, of like Adam Simon going to like the YMCA and just pick, uh, doing pickup games. He loves the sport. No, yeah, that's what I was just, I literally had a long conversation with, um, with Armando, my sister's boyfriend, and he mentioned like how he, like he was telling me though, that, yo, you don't understand this guy. He goes to all these games, all these people that he's in the movie with, they're not, they're not just actors that are in the movie. They're literally his like close friends. Because yeah. He is obsessed with basketball. That is so. This is a passion project for him. This was yeah. That's what I love about it. It wasn't just like oh, I want to make this movie a story. No, yeah, no. This is something he knows and he feels and he, he loves. He he's he's and he brought in it. it to yeah. When you have a passion for it, like that that level of passion that he has, and then you have LeBron LeBron James, that's one of the greatest of all time, producing a movie about basketball. You know. That they're not gonna fucking let it drop. They're gonna put everything that they have. They put the story, a structure story that's that's like palatable that you could you could consume it, but that it's about basketball. 
but there's nothing about basketball at the same time, which is the greatest thing about it because it's like, oh, it's centered on basketball, but yes, the basketball is the main focus of how he's going to become a champion or has to become signed or whatever. But the bigger story was this, this um, down on his luck scout trying, has having ambitions to be an assistant coach and this phenom of a basketball player that, that has secluded himself into the small world because of his past and then both getting past this point and moving forward. And, and this is one, something that I loved about the movie and it's the ending um, before we get into anything else was that he, you ultimately think like, Oh my God, he's going to get signed. He's going to get signed with the, with the Sixers. I already know you. And he's going to be with him. He's a, he's like, he uh, Adam Sandler is gonna be a coach. He's gonna coach him. It's like nope. He did what he thought was best for him, not for the team. For he he thought of him before anybody else, and he went to the Celtics. Which okay, so here's one thing. I mean, I didn't. I saw that. I mean, I get. I guess that's a good way to look at it. But in my head, I liked it because I I think it also subverses expectations. That's my thing about. I hate when movies is like. Because think about that. Always, I think about it. Okay, even in the scout, right? Let's go back to we were comparing, whatever. Yeah. So, hit that which, compare button. <laughs> which, which team did he end up in? The Yankees. Which team was he a scout for? The Yankees. Exactly. Yeah. So he after, got what he but, wanted. But that's what I'm saying. But after going all through the way of, uh, you know, I'm gonna put him out here for every other team to see. He goes to the same team that he could have gone to. No, that's what. That's why I'm like. I come in, come on. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you expect it to happen, you didn't get it. Because, you know something? That's basketball. That's the way, that's the way basketballs are. You know, everybody, everybody needs to play for the best, their best interest and go to the teams that best will, you know. Provide for them. Provide for them. Not just because, oh, well, this guy is the one that did, for, you know, did this for me, so I'm going to go to that team, no. and they might be giving me less. No. You go to the team that takes care of you. So I like the fact that he did not end up. Oh, I love that. And I love the fact that even though he trained them, and everything else, he still goes up to the um, the other basketball player. He goes it's like, if he goes to his right, he's in, he's gonna yes. go for the layup. If he goes to his left, he's doing a jumper. Because that's the way it should be. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, you can. Like, I still heart. love you, but I'm still gonna I compete still love against you. And you. I trained you, and I think you're the best still. But I'm still gonna. He I, even I, called I, him son at the end. He was yeah. like, "All right, son." Yeah, it was it was a it was a great movie. It was heartwarming, but I love how real it was for me because it was like, and I'm not a big sports guy. It's just yeah, I just like the fact that it's not you know it's like. No, we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna take it easy on you. We're this competition. We we love this. We do this for fun. We love doing this. So yeah, like I'm gonna teach this guy how to go around you. So no, it was a great movie. Great movie, fun to watch, entertaining. Because I'm you know I'm not always drawn to to dramas like that, but I like when drama has an appeal to it. Yeah. And no, the the first five minutes of the movie got you just because of the guy. Uh, the basketball player, he goes, I'm 20, 20, I'm 21. I'm 22. He's like, 22. He's like, and he's like, son comes out like, who's that? Oh, this is my son. My 10 year old son. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so and, I, and son was like, he was like 20 already. Yeah. And then my best friend at the end, they show the same basketball player at the end. He goes, they just signed them on. He says, they supposedly he's like 18. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so it was, it was awesome. I loved it. It was, it was. It was a lot more enjoyable than I really expected it to be. I know it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be that enjoyable. Yes, I th- I knew it was going to like it, but I didn't. It got way more than I expected out of it. Yeah. Which which is that's the thing you always want. 
course. Are right, you want to? You have some quotes or no? So here's a f- okay. So here's my quotes. There was a lot of parts of the movie that I liked and I enjoyed. Um, as far as things that he said, because it was funny. He's Adam Sandler. He do, he says funny stuff. But and there's obviously a lot of inspiration to it. Yeah. But the thing that got me was the one thing I truly sat there and could not like. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I'm being stupid. <laughs> maybe I'm like. Maybe I like it's obvious for everybody else, and I just I don't know why, but I'm like in my head. I'm like I'm not seeing it. Was when he goes in and tells them they can't kill you if you're already dead, and I'm, I'm like, yeah. I was trying to figure that out for. I was like, what? The, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, is there like an obvious thing to this? I could feel like they can't kill you if you're already dead. They can't kill you if you're already dead. Yeah. Okay, please explain that to me. It's it's almost like they can't belittle you if you're already at your lowest point. They can't bring you down lower than you where you at right now. Is that what that's supposed to mean? Yeah, I, I, that's how I took it. Like they can't kill you if you're already dead. Like they they can't almost like they can't kill your career if you're already dead now. So only way is up. Is only is only way to rise. Okay, man. Because I'm I'm sorry. Because I'm like maybe I was just being way too like too critical of it. But I'm like, what the what does that mean? Yeah. Like, like like to like even this point, I'm like, what did that mean? But I guess it makes sense in that way. Is like listen. We were literally, we, we were about to fly you back. This it's is already like, done. Yeah, it's almost like when somebody says, like, or, like, when some people say, like, oh, you you can't hurt me with your words because the way I think of myself. You know what I mean? You can't hurt me with your words because how I see myself at a low point in that, in that aspect. Yeah, we were, already, we were already done. Your career was already dead. Yeah, so they can't kill you. They can't kill you more. They can't kill you more than you're already dead. Yes. They can't kill you if you're already dead. So the only thing is to come back from the fucking ashes. And fucking so I guess like I, so I just I'm I guess overthought that I'm just, and I knew it was gonna be something so easy but I mean I'm like was he was he just messing with him when he said that like <laughs> like it just so that's the one for me because it caught me because I sat there for a minute yeah so. one oh. of them I liked and it's more of an inspirational one because of the movie mm-hmm. it was uh Adam Sandler and he says obsession is going to be talent every time and that's very true. And that was well, a, I heard one from, and this is I heard one from. Uh, it was technically it was actually from Will Smith years ago. Like, I don't remember how long ago. This is like an interview he did like twenty. I felt like fifteen years ago, something like that. Where he says something, and I, I always like to hear it because it gave me inspiration. Which was that he goes, "Listen, we can both get on a treadmill together, and you know, you can get on, you know, we can both get on individual treadmills at the same time, and." You might be more talented than me. You can actually have more, like, stronger than me, faster than me. But I'll tell you one thing. One of two things is going to happen if we both kind of challenge each other. Either I'm going to win or I'm going to die trying. Yeah. You're not going to outwork me. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Is like, so you don't always have to be the most talented person. You don't always have to be the most skilled person. But if you have a sick obsession with something... That is like a force to beat. Like horrible. Exactly. That is a force to beat. Because you know something like one of the boxers that I loved the most, it wasn't even that he was the best. But what I liked about him was that I always felt like he challenged the best. Like he made if you you know, if you're good enough, then you need to work to beat me. Which was always it was um um Koto. Yeah. For me, I always liked him because of that, because I always felt like he made he made champions earn it. Yeah, even even uh, Kobe too. He was obsessed. I think there was a story talking about basketball. There was a story that I, I watched, and 
I guess there was like one of the games in the finals, and this guy was like, "Oh, I'm gonna show up and let me get early, get some some couple rounds in," and he gets there and Kobe's there already practicing. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna play a couple rounds." He does a, he does his his own routine and then he sits there and Kobe's still going. So Kobe got there before him. He's still going, and he's he's like, "I sat there for like another thirty minutes, just sitting there, just watching." And he's still going. So I left, and I found out that he stayed there for like. A little bit, and then came back and worked out with the team. So when I told him, I was like, "Why didn't you leave?" He's like, "Cause I don't want to show you." Like, I guess he's like, "I don't want to show you that I was tired." So I'm that obsessed that I'm not gonna quit when people are. I'm gonna just keep working, and that's what he was upset. Even I, even with this game going out, I heard about uh, Steph Curry that during his regular games, after a regular game, he would go back to the court and start shooting again. I, that's how obsessed with the love of that sport is. And that's what I'm saying. I love that. And I and trust me, there's been a few times in my life where I felt that kind of level of obsession. And when I do, I love it. It's a it's a feeling just because it's like nothing else. Like it's almost like the whole like uh you remember the movie Biker Boys? Yes. There was a there was a thing that they did in Biker Boys what I loved, and I think they, they got it because they they interviewed like, you know, real life bikers, like motorcycle racers. Yeah. And I guess that that's how they described it, which was and that's how I feel when I'm when I'm obsessed. The whole world literally just melts around it. Yeah, all you see is what you want to get to, and everything around just disappears. You get tunnel vision. That's yeah, what they call it. And you start doing things that are just like, you know, people probably look at it like, "What are you doing?" Like it seems so crazy, but you know something? I love that feeling. I love that feeling where it's like all of it. All like I don't care what it is. I don't yeah. care what I'm sacrificing. I just want that. I yeah. want to accomplish that. You get that gazelle intensity. Have you heard of that? Gazelle intensity? Yeah, gazelle intensity. Why do you call it gazelle intensity? So, uh, if you think about the the nature of, like, uh, the king of the jungle. Yeah. The lion, okay. right? And if he's chasing a gazelle, the gazelle's intensity is, his tunnel vision is to survive. So, he'll do maneuver, jump, skip, turn, pivot, move, adjust, anything to survive. So, you have this gazelle intensity of uh, this tunnel vision that you're going to do whatever it takes to survive. And that's like why some people like, yeah, the, the, the lion's stronger, probably faster. But if a gazelle has that intensity to survive, they're going to outbeat the lion most of the time. So yeah. the people like, you need to have that gazelle intensity. Like you, there's nothing, nothing else matters except the goal of whatever you're trying to achieve. And for the, for the gazelle is to live another day. For us is to be like, to get the best burger in the world or whatever it is. We need to have that intensity <laughs> for it. <laughs> hey man, to each their own. And yeah. we all have our we all have our our, our hunt. Yes. <laughs> all right. So That's let's get this let's get into some ratings. Okay. Uh I'll go first. I give this movie four and a half Nickies. So we don't do that anymore. No, we don't have three and a half. Three and a half is the cutoffs. What? Is it either three or four? I think so. We don't do halves. Anymore. No, we don't do three and a half anymore. Three, and so. th- no halves are included. No, just you three. said we don't do half. No, 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 no. Okay, three and a half is no longer included. What? So like, if I gave it a two and a half, you were- it's fine. Really? Yes, because it's it's almost like oh, rate yourself from from one to ten, but seven can be the seven is a breaking point okay. of six and eight because there's like six. You're at the you're at the top of the bottom. Eight. You're I at literally the, we got to go back on the, the tape. So, but I really thought we didn't. So do halves. three and a half is not. Halves are included except three and a half. Because three and a half is a cheap way saying of the movie is good, but not good enough. 
is either average or good. So you said four and a half. I said four and a half. So this movie is good, close to great for me. Okay. I'd say a four. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy with a four. You know why? Because it's it was a great movie. I loved it. Um I you know, I'm I don't know if I would say I was gonna watch it that many times, like you know, over and over. I would over watch again, it again. But it was I don't know how to explain it. I think it's on my it's on my top movie sports really? it's coming up on my top sports movie. Really over Warrior? I didn't say it topped it. <laughs> I didn't say it fucking topped it. Just, but I just had to throw it in there, but it's, okay. It, it's in the top. It's, it's, in the top. it's, it's okay. creeping up. It's creeping up in the numbers. After yeah, after after recycle my list, and I think it's it's coming it's moving up. I I give it a four. I was really happy. I loved it. Um but I don't I, you know, I just it was great. It was good. It was one of the like really good movie. I'm not going to say it's one of the best, but it was one of the really good movies. So that's why I say four. All righty. So we have four and a four and a half for Hustle uh, you can f- with Adam Sandler. You can find it on Netflix right now. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at from my mom's garage or emails at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend. Send a friend or bring a friend. See you next week. Later.